And we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk, a baseball podcast with myself, Caitlin. And I'm joined, as always, by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You know, we haven't had an episode in a couple of weeks. You know, you had some weddings to go to and then the holiday weekend. And there's just like kind of, you know, a busy couple of weeks. But we are back and we will continue to have our podcast, even with the NFL season, you know, happening and whatnot. Um, so breaking news like today, as of like an hour ago, um, we were recording this on, what is it, Tuesday night? Uh, Garrett Cole uh, exited the game for the Yankees. So that's not good with an apparent hamstring injury. And he did not look good. I mean, like Gary Cole getting hurt and Gary Cole doesn't look, I don't know. I don't want to say good, but like he doesn't look like a person who takes like injuries very well. You know what I mean? Right. And he's mm-hmm. not a very cheery person to begin with, <laughs> but he looked extremely dejected. So, um, yeah, he, he just got hurt. Um, a weird issue with Boston the last couple of weeks with a whole bunch of COVID issues. Um, wow. I mean, like their whole team, it's been kind of crazy. Yeah. And then, but the main news, the, the big breaking news, um, well, not breaking news, but like the main news from the last couple of weeks, uh, Miguel Cabrera hitting home run number 500. Um, just, you know, your thoughts on Miggy, just because I mean, We've seen what fifty of his home runs, fifty plus of his home runs, <laughs> yeah, up up close and personal uh, during his mm-hmm. uh, tenure with the Tigers. Um, but yeah, your your thoughts on uh, your thoughts on Miggy and just his career? I mean, he, he's one of the best pure hitters in baseball. I mean, I think it's that's easy to say, and he could be one of the best ever pure hitters if you go go about it. I mean, like we we watched him forever being the Indians versus Tigers, but I mean. He's he's just one of the best, and he's also he also plays the game the right way. You, he's always like when he strikes out or swings at a pitch that he knows pitcher got him. He looks back at the pitcher, shakes his head, mm-hmm. gives him a thumbs up like he got me. He's always joking around. Like I think it's one of the things everybody loves about Miggy. Um, but yeah, I mean, best pure swing in baseball. I would I would say honestly. I mean, yeah, even to the I feel like it's not even. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, it's slowing down a little bit because obviously you can't be great forever. But mm-hmm. I mean. It's just so nice and pure and just – if you ask any baseball coach, any coach, like who swing would you teach kids, it would be Miguel Cabrera. It's yeah. just so smooth, so easy to do, but also so hard to do at the same time. <laughs> but, yeah, he, I mean, I, I believe his rookie year, he had the home run off of Roger Clemens in the playoffs, right? I believe so, yeah, because that was open. And, yeah. And it was after Clemens threw at his head mm-hmm. to make him back off the plate. And then he took it opposite field over the fence. I mean, if that doesn't show you Miguel Cabrera right then was going to be a superstar, I don't know what should tell you anything else. But, yeah, best pure hitter in baseball. I'm happy he's doing it. I'm happy he got it. I'm happy the Tigers gave him the opportunity because, honestly, if they wanted to, they could put Jonathan Scope first and then mm-hmm. DH somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just happy they, they did that to him, did that for him. Yeah, I mean – when you think of Miguel Cabrera, and I think maybe enjoying him now, like at the later part of his career, because he's not killing the Indians. Um, <laughs> right. It's a lot. It's a lot more fun to watch him play. Um, but like you know, just like you said, he plays the game the right way. He's fun. He's energetic. Like even even at first base, you know, he's he, like him and Joey Votto. 
you know, like interacting right. with fans, like those are people you just want to like root for. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they seem to be hall of fame, not just players, but what hall of fame people too. Um, which is, you know, it, it's, it's just very nice. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like oh, you yeah. said, they, they didn't have to try Miggy out there um, as much as they have, especially when you're the Tigers and you're slowly rebuilding and you have somebody like Jonathan Scope who could play first base every day for them. And, you know, especially yeah. after they, they signed him to uh, like a two-year extension. So, yeah, uh, you know, kudos to, to Miggy. And, um, you know, it's, it's just like that my, my question, my other question, um, who, obviously they're a little bit different, right? I mean, this, the guy who I'm going to say has way more home runs, but if you had in their prime, one at bat, game on the line, Albert Pujols or Mickey? Mickey, it's not even a question to me. Really? Yeah, it's, like I said, if because he did so much more than just hit home runs, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying Pujols is just a one-track guy either, but I think Mickey just had the clutch factor, and he could deliver his – I'm probably biased because I watched him just destroy my Indians every big at bat he's had in his career. Mm-hmm. He just mashes the ball. But I mean, I think I'm picking in their prime. I think I'll pick Miggy because at least he's getting, I think at least he'll get on base. He'll yeah. drive in a drive the ball on, get on base. And I'm not saying Pools wouldn't, but I just think I have a better chance of at least getting on base with Miggy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, th- honestly, I don't think there's a, um, I don't think there's a, a wrong answer here. You know what I mean? Because yeah. what what maybe Albert Pujols, I don't even say lacks, but like the little bit that he is minus when it comes to like, hit, I don't even want to say like minus the hitting, but like just how they are different hitters. Albert Pujols makes up for, you know, I think one year he stole like 15, 20 bases in his career, yeah. like in the middle of his career. Um, he's a multiple time gold glove guy, but then you have man, prime Mickey, like, honestly, he could have had the triple crown two straight years. If it weren't for, uh, Chris Davis hitting 53 runs. And I believe Mickey hit like 49 that year, 48. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it might come down to Mickey only in his prime, never, um, you know, winning a world series and Albert Pujols yeah. winning or being a part of, you know, multiple uh, World right. Series. No, you're right. Uh, in- included, right? Was Mickey, was Mickey part of that uh, Tigers team that faced the, um, the, that faced the Cardinals? I don't think so. Yes. Was he? I think he was. Yeah. What year is so it? It was him, um, Miguel Adonias, Maglio. Maglio. Um, I believe, yeah, I believe he was there. No, he, what, no, he wasn't. That was 06. Really? Yeah. He was still at Miami. Wow. So it was just 2012, right? Because that's when they faced the Giants. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, you're right. I didn't realize that. I feel like Mickey's been on Detroit for way longer. I mean, it's still 2008, but I feel like he's yeah. on there way longer. I mean, he was, which is insane. I mean, he was 25 right. years old. And you know, already played, what, five seasons? Yeah. Five, five and a half seasons in, uh, in uh, Miami or with the, with the Florida Marlins. So, 
Yeah. Um, he had 11 straight seasons of hitting above 300. Sorry, not 11 straight. There was one year in that 11 years that he hit 292, but all the other ones he hit 300. That's and, it, and that was so his first impressive. year in Detroit. That was his first year in Detroit. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Yeah, that is – imagine, like, yeah, I had an off year. Where'd you hit 292? Oh. 292. And still hit 37 <laughs> home runs, 127, yeah. guys. Holy shit. I'd be another real quick, another story about Miggy that I've always loved was when um well there's two. The one where he Danny Salazar, when Danny Salazar was a thing for Cleveland, mm-hmm. struck him out on like a slider and Miguel looked at him and laughed and pointed and gave him a thumbs up like you got me. Mm-hmm. And then next at bat, Salazar tried to do it again and he took him like 450 to deep left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why you don't that's why he's one of the best throwers ever. Then also when he was playing in Cleveland. And the, I don't know if you remember this clip, but the Cleveland fan, this kid was like 10. Oh, yeah. And he kept like talking. Giving Cabrera shit, <laughs> just like joking around with them. And Cabrera was giving back to him, obviously joking around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he went to the dugout and gave him his bat and gloves. I mean, that yeah. just tells you, I mean, that, that, that's what baseball is all about, in my opinion. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I love that. And like I said, you know, talking about like Miggy and Joey Votto, like, like just they, they seem like really, really good dudes and yeah um again it's it's kind of nice to watch and kind of appreciate like the history of like somebody like Miguel Cabrera Mm -hmm. even even though you still have like the the PTSD from him just (laughs) killing the Indians right and years after year after year after year so um you know kudos to Miggy like I said um so that also brought up the discussion not just him versus Albert Pujols um and I think I don't think I answered it. I think I'd pick Miggy also, but okay. again, I don't think there's a, there's a wrong answer. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Guys who could hit 500 home runs. Um, Look at a, the list right now. Yeah, The list is interesting. Um, Giancarlo Stanton at 31 years old. He's at 338. Maybe, especially with the DH. Pro, I like, think if he, he makes healthy, it if he stays healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's what it comes down to. Health. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, if he's healthy, he easily makes it, in my opinion. But if he's, but, but the way his career is, you never know if he's gonna be healthy or not for a whole, whole season. Yep. Uh, Mike Trout at three hundred. Yes. Three hundred and ten at twenty nine, yeah. thirty years old. Yeah, he's he's definitely making it. Um, really, I mean, Nolan Arenado at two sixty four, at thirty years old. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. JD, the way he hits home runs and he DHs, if you give if he plays through, he's, I mean, he's at 263. Ah, see, I don't know. That's tough, actually. That is tough. Yeah. I, because it seems I was thinking, like, because he DHs now. Yeah. Um, I think Bryce Harper makes it. Bryce Harper, definitely. He's at 260 at 28 years old. Um, I didn't realize Manny, Manny Machado is probably going to get it too. Yeah, yeah, he's only twenty eight. Two forty seven. With two forty seven, yeah. I didn't realize they're so young too. I, I I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize Carlos Santana was even on a list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, he did hit a yeah. ton of home runs. Um, <laughs> let's see here, kind of scrolling down the list. I mean, there's really it's crazy. There's really not much. Like Mookie Betts isn't that much of a power hitter, so no. I would and say he's no. the same age as Machado. Okay. Um, probably not Yelich. Uh, Jose Ramirez, yeah, probably. probably not. <laughs> you know, it, 
Joey Gallo? I mean, he just he, – he's such hit or miss where it's like at 27 – if he goes on like a three-year stretch where he hits 50 home runs, maybe, but – and maybe if that if it happens like in New York and he spends the rest of his career in New York. Right. I, I will say he has a better it, chance to if he yeah. stays in New York. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just uh, because Aaron, he can hit 210 there and hit 50 home runs still. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Judge – see, here's the thing. Aaron Judge, only six years in the league, right? 149, but he's 29. I didn't realize he's that old. He's older than Betts and yeah, dude. That's what baseball is so fucking so like stupid. Yeah. Because these guys get caught up at like 23, 24. And when they get caught up in my head, I'm like, oh, their first game goes 20. (laughs) It's like, no, they're not. Damn. Um Uh, honestly, that's like the only Matt Olson, maybe at 27, if he goes on like a little bit of a run. Oh, what Cody, do you think about Cody Bellinger? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Cody Bellinger, uh, one hundred and thirty-two at twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Well, how many years has he been in the league, Cody? Five. It said five. So yeah, five more years. He'll be at what? If he goes on the same track, he'll be at two sixty. At thirty, yeah, so, yeah, I think yes. he'll. I yeah, think it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think in there he's gonna sprinkle. He's gonna figure it out and sprinkle in another amazing season. He's just um, too good not to. And then there's a couple other guys who like aren't on like this active list that like were brought up. Um, I think Acuna has a great chance of making it. Oh yeah, Tatis. Um, Tatis has a, a good chance. Uh, Juan Soto and I, I did the math like because you know we <laughs> talked about this in the PlayStation party a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. So Juan Soto's at like I want to say it was like eighty-eight home runs in his career already. Okay. And he's twenty-two years old. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, I'll okay. Say, so yeah. he's at, so he's at ninety three, right? Okay. And like I said, at what is he? Twenty two years old. Yeah. Which yeah. would mean he's if, it- if he's just continues to average thirty four home runs, that he would make it by the time he turns thirty four years old. Yeah, yeah. I, and the thing is, like, Soto can easily get a forty home run, fifty home run season too. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's no that doubt. good. No and the fact that he's only 22 and there's still like, you, I think that still goes eight years and just got 30 home runs. By then there's going to be DH in the league. So then he could DH just at home runs too. Not mm-hmm. saying that go DH every game because he's a capable enough fielder, but yep. yeah, he, he easily. God, Soto's young too. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Like all those guys, like I think, like I think Vladdy makes it. Vladdy Jr. makes it. Oh yeah. Um, no, yeah. No doubt. But then. Okay. I, mean, I got, I got, a, I got an interesting one for you. All right. Oh, Tommy. Yes. So that was also kind of brought up. Um, I'm going to say no. And this is the reason why. If he's pitching and he continues to pitch every single day, like I feel like this year is number one. It's a little bit of an an anomaly, I think. Only because like he's finally healthy. He's already, what, 27, 28 years old. And, like, he would have to average, like, 50 home runs the next, like, five seasons and pitch at the same time. Like, if, yeah. he, if, he, if he plays until he's, like, 42 or 43, then I would say, yeah, he has a pretty good shot. Um, and just DHs or maybe he just ends up becoming a, an outfielder after a handful of years of, of, uh, of pitching. Um, and, well, that's the other thing. Do you think, do you think he pitches his entire career? Or do you think See, it's just going to be one of those things where he pitches for, like I said, maybe five, 
six more seasons and then he just kind of becomes a just full-time DH or, or maybe a little bit of an outfielder. See, I don't – I think he last pitched in like two to three more years, to be honest. Oh, you think it's even shorter. Yeah, and my only reason is I think they're going to realize how good of a hitter he is. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't like – I don't want to sound like that guy, but like there's so much more injury concerns coming up to a guy when he pitches. Yeah. Now, I'm not even saying the fact that he hits every other day too or every day also. Every but day, like, yeah. Yeah, but just, just to say he just didn't even hit. If you're just a pitcher, there's so many more times you get injured just because there's so many things you're using that arm every time you throw the ball. And I think they're going to soon to realize that let him hit 50, 50 home runs a year or 40 home runs a year and just let him focus on that. And I understand, I love it right now. Don't get me wrong. But I think the Angels are going to realize like sooner than later, like we need to pick one. I think they pick that he's going to hit just because I feel like they can, that can help that offense a lot more. And then what the Angels should do is go spend money in the pitching staff. Yeah, because if they waste a career of Otani and Trout, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, but you, it's gonna happen. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, and it pisses happen. me off so much. And and especially like the pitches that he throws, right? I mean, it's not just he's already had Tommy John surgery, and and all that stuff. I think factors in a ton. Oh yeah. Um, but like he throws like basically a hundred. So mm-hmm. just that Easily. all the time probably isn't that good. Yep. Um, uh, throwing a splitter, right, as is, like, mm-hmm. one of his main, like, out pitches, like, could sprain his finger. He could get blisters. I mean, we see right. it all the time. Yeah, and, we, we lost Savelli for yeah. the Indians for yeah. two months where they thought it was a blister. Yeah. Was and, it just a blister or did he break his finger? I forgot what it was. No, it was, it, was it, was, it was a middle finger sprain. Yeah. And that's such a weird – no one gets that unless you're, you pitch. Yep. No, exactly. And then he sprains his finger, and now he's out and he can't hit. Because right, he exactly. sprained his finger. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't – I maybe you're right. I mean, I would have thought at 27, maybe by, like, age 33. But if the Angels – and he'll – I think he's weirdly, like, a free agent in a couple of years anyway. Um, yeah, I think – yeah, I think you're right maybe the angels are like all right we'll give you all this money but by year three or four of your contract like you're done pitching yeah i see that because i mean and then if you go full-time dh then is it like every every what fifth or sixth day when you do throw otani you lose your dh you're going to be the only team that has to utilize a pinch hitter and double switch, like if they go full time DH, like, that doesn't even make sense to do that consistently. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. He's a free agent after age twenty nine season, so he has three years left. No, two years. Two years, two years left. And he's unrestricted free agent. He has yeah. this year, two thousand two, two thousand three, then two thousand two, two thousand twenty four. He's a free agent, so age twenty nine. Hmm. I wonder what he would get. Oh my god! Market. Well, that's that's that's. But I said what I say. Three years. I think mm-hmm. that's when a team will come to him and be like, "We're going to give you the bag, but we just want you to pitch, or we just want you, to hit. Just you to hit." Yeah, because that's way more yeah. valuable. And I, to be, to be yeah, a forty or fifty home run hitter, steal close to thirty bases, like hell yeah. Right, and he can play. And I'm not saying he's like amazing, but he does play okay defense. He has a, a cannon out there. 
I'm not saying I want him out there every day, but it's not like he's a liability if we're not there every couple of days. Well, I think that's why. If Fremel like, Reyes can play outfield, Otani can. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially, like especially if you're gonna pay him at thirty, at twenty nine, thirty years old to give him all that money. Like, I would hope that he plays the outfield at least a little bit if he's not pitching. You know what I mean? So. Right. Exactly. And then I had one more name for the five hundred home runs. Okay. I just want I. I Nelson Cruz, you think he plays long enough to get there? No, no. The way you don't think so? Okay. I mean, he's had like two home runs, two or three home runs since even joining the Rays or something like that. Right. It may have been like three or four and two of them against the Indians like that first weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but like other than that, I mean, he's at what four? Was what it like four forty? Four forty five, I think, last time I looked. Okay, you might be right. So and he's forty one. I understand I it goes maybe off a full-time of, yeah. DH, right? But it's right, also yeah. like at some point he's going to become – like it's tough to for him to even average. Like what he did like that last handful of years, having what, 40-plus home runs, 35-plus right. home runs. Even at, I mean, 40 – going into next year, 42, 43. I mean, he'd have to have at least 25 home runs the next two years. Well, I think the thing that helps him, yeah, oh yeah, I think the thing that helps him though is like if he wants to keep playing, if like American League team just wants him to be on the team to DH, you know what I mean? If he does bad, they get rid of him. If he does good, like I can see him going back to the Twins for another year for a one year deal after this year. Yeah, especially if like they're like, all right, just mentor everybody and hit home runs. Yeah, that's the thing. You go to any team, just be a mentor. Right, exactly. So that's I think the one thing that helps him if he wants to keep playing. I think some team signs them to a one-year deal and gives them the opportunity to do it yeah but that being said like there's a ton of really good hitters that that never got 500 right like oh yeah like like vlad senior you know what Mm -hmm. i mean obviously he wasn't putting up the crazy power numbers that nelson cruz was late in his career but like you know there's also a a very very good chance that you know there's you know really good hitters that only Average. I mean, you only saying like they only hit four hundred and fifty <laughs> home runs. Right. Is, again, a ridiculous <laughs> statement. But like right. for the sake of this argument, like yeah, like sometimes people fall short. It sucks, but yeah, no, right. it is what it is. And then you know, it's also one of those things where it's like at 42, 43 years old, if you're Nelson Cruz, and you know he has a history of PEDs, it's kind of one of those things where you know he's he's one supplement away right and he's gone for a half a year or, or a full year and at that point then you're kind of screwed you know right I mean? no you're right it's, it's like, like you know well yeah yeah and cano would is kind is on this list i don't think he'd ever get to that level to 500 but i mean i mean he was a surefire fire hall of famer <laughs> right and now <laughs> look at him you know what i mean he might not have a job when he comes back but then well, exactly not to get exactly. rid of him exactly and then, i mean we saw it I mean, go back to all the way to 2016, right? The Indians and Marlon Bird. Marlon Bird was hitting like 280 for so, the Indians playing yeah. right field. And then he... On fire. And then he pisses hot or whatever. And then what happens? Never plays again. Never plays again. Yeah. No, you're right. So, I, I don't and know. He, and he was having a resurgence of a career, too, with us. Well, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know you wanted you had a couple things uh, you wanted to talk about in this episode. Yeah. So so okay. So I saw a TikTok 
and I All thought right. we needed to talk about it. Okay. And you might have seen the same TikTok, maybe not. So I think me and you both fall, and I think our whole friend group as a whole, we've mm-hmm. all fall upon the group, the that the boys boy boys when they play baseball. Let them trash talk, fat flip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't we don't want it to get too far, obviously. You don't get disrespectful with it, but you bat flip, you look at the ball, you hit a home run, look at that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't like the new age managers. There's one guy in the that's not even in the league anymore who should still be in, who made that all possible, in my opinion. Who was like the first person to start going at it hard. Not just not once in a while. Every home run he hit, he stared at it. He played with Flash. He played with the Indians for a year, half a year. And that's Yasiel Preeg. And I feel like we don't talk about him enough, about what he started. And I wanted your opinion on it. Like, do you feel the same way that like I feel about it? Like, he doesn't get enough credit for what he started for this whole thing? Um, and do you think he should still be in the league? Or do you think he's do you think he's completely done? Probably. And I think there's, like, now baggage with him. Like, he had a, a weird alleged assault charge or something like that. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking just baseball and him being out of baseball since – what since the Indians traded for him, right? Like he was out yeah, all last year. Oh well, yeah, he, boy oh, playing the Mexican oh, he, league or whatever it was. Well, last year, right? He was going to go to the, the Braves or the Giants right, or whatever, Braves, right. and then and then yeah. he got COVID, and then they released him, and then um, that was like the last we heard of him. Yeah, but yeah, you can't tell me that that Yasiel Puig, you know, all just him the baseball player. Let's just talk about him the baseball player. Um, you can't tell me that. He doesn't deserve one, uh, you know, one outfield spot on one of 30 teams. Like, you, you just can't tell right. me that. Um, right. the, the way he played, like, you, you, and I saw the same TikTok. <laughs> it was just because it, 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 it said, like, you know, ML, like official MLB account, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, promoting bad flips and, and uh, you know certain players uh like personalities and stuff and he just like turns towards the camera yeah and just like deadpans like kind of gives him the <laughs> the gym from the office look <laughs> great look great look but yeah i i would i would agree that he definitely deserves um he he deserves that bet somewhere right he's still a right, good player not- like he it's not yeah. like he doesn't hit the home like home runs like he did when he first came up and he's a little, I don't want maybe like eccentric a little bit, like yeah, that's a, and that's he kind of and he kind of does his own thing sometimes in the outfield, but the the passion he plays for with, um, I think it's, and it's, I still think he's he could still be a really good player, and obviously yeah, I mean, the Braves like thirty or thirty one too, yeah, and too, the fact saying. that the the fact that the Braves even signed him last year. Um, I believe it was the Braves, right? That yeah, were, I, believe, I believe you're right. It's either the Braves or the Giants, but well, I, if believe was it with, was I the think Braves. it was with the Giants uh, out of spring training. Okay. And then they cut him, and then the Braves, like I, I think it was the Braves. I keep harping on the Braves, but I think it was. But then he got COVID, and then he was, then they just released him. Um. Yeah, I don't. I I know he signed with somebody, and he was. Yeah, it was the Braves. You're right. I looked up. But um, yeah, you you can't you can't tell me that he doesn't deserve an outfield spot, right? I mean, right. That's my whole thing. Even if you're the like, you would rather have if you're the Indians, right? You you'd rather have Eddie Rosario 
than than Puig. Especially Puig, you, you've already had him in your locker room. You know what I mean? Right. Like all right. last like all last year when they had literally no outfielders and you just didn't want to bring back Puig. Like, was he that big of a I don't want to say cancer, but was his personality just that big where you thought he was gonna be a a, a super negative to your to your locker room? Like I Right. I there's gotta be something I, else too. There's like, gotta, you gotta be, be asking for too much money or something like that too. Cause I feel like I feel like everybody gets a one-year deal or like a minor league deal or something. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And then, you know what I mean? Everybody gets invited to camp. The Indians invite 40 from I mean, they used to invite like 40 vets a year to the camp and there somebody would make the team somehow. Right. And then we we're like, oh wow, this guy is back. And but the fact that Puig can't get invited to a camp anymore, like it's just something's up. After doing it last year, like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In a 60 game season, you and now you have a full camp, full spring training. <laughs> You're like, no, Puig doesn't deserve it. Let's go. But it's whatever. I just, I just saw the TikTok. I thought I'd be interested to talk about. Yeah. Um, again, unless that there's major legs to the sexual assault allegations. I mean, that would be right. my only thing. And they've done their oh, due diligence, the, right? Isn't that the same free, same agent for Puig for Bauer? Yeah. I mean, I, we're not gonna get in the whole Bauer thing until that all the facts come out because that's just a touch subject. But I mean, that agent's gonna be just feeling it right now. Yeah. And especially after um, just like the entire movement heading into the season was just like Trevor Bauer's agent, um, Rachel. Lubla, Lubla, Lubla. Yeah. Going like Trevor Bauer got paid the most out of any, like the highest paid per year out of any player in MLB history. And it was her who negotiated that deal. Right. And you had all this like positive momentum, you know, love or hate Trevor Bauer. I mean, I mean, the fact that, you know, she did help negotiate that giant deal. um, It's pretty significant. Right. If if you want to talk like women sports and everything. And And she's by herself. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate that, you know, that whole Bauer situation happened, which kind of knocked everything that they worked for and she worked for kind of, you know, to the side, you know, now she's discredited and, you know, yeah, taking which on sucks. It's not her and, fault. And, and both of her high, I don't know what high valued clients or, or yeah, high, yeah. highly publicized clients have, have those, have that, um, you know, those allegations against them. It's, uh, yeah, it's not it's, a good look. No, it's not. It's, it's, it sucks. And I can only, I can only meant like, I can only think about, you know, like, cause she still has to do her job, right. And represent her clients. Right. Right. And there's obviously some type of friendship between, you know, her and Trevor Bauer from their time at UCLA. So, right. I mean, it's, um, it's just. Touchy subject. Yeah. It's a very touchy subject. And, and honestly, like you just kind of feel bad for her, right. She's trying to do oh, damage fine. control for everything. And, you know, she, she could have had the, I, I don't know if any other like major um like like major league players would have like changed their agents to go to her but i think it would have like hey she knows what the fuck she's doing you know what i mean right 100 percent. so oh yeah i mean and like you said the end of the day she's still i mean even like what you said whatever comes out about power i mean if whatever happens she still has her name down as getting the biggest guaranteed money of all time for one year all time yep yep one thing I hang your hat on. 
yeah like i mean i guess right i guess yeah <laughs> Um, anything else? I know you said you had like a couple things you wanted to chat about. Yes. Okay. So last thing is, okay. Do you have anything baseball related to talk about or what we get towards the end of this in your opinion? Um, I, I don't really have anything. I mean, we haven't done an episode in a couple weeks, so this is just kind of a nice, like, Hey, we're back. We're still here. We're still doing this. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's my thing. So it's about you. Okay. So about three, two to three weeks ago, there was a thing going on on Twitter about okay. women in sports and okay. football. Okay. And I felt like you weren't given the credit you were deserved. So here I am to fucking hype you up, even though you don't deserve it. Um, whoever's <laughs> listening, Kay, Kay is probably top five when it comes to women in sports in Cleveland. And I'm, I would say one. She knows her shit. I mean, this whole baseball podcast, she controls a lot what's going on. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a good person to talk with, but she gets going. She knows everything we go, go talking about. She knows all the stats. She looks up up quickly. She knows her shit. And then it comes to Crunch Time with Caitlin, her other podcast, which she does by herself mostly, which she does invite all the homies down, which she doesn't have to either. She keeps her homies uh, in the circle too. She talks about the Browns, Cavs, Indians, uh, Buckeyes. I'm pretty sure you talk about the Buckeyes also sometimes, right? Yeah, like a few times. I, I believe but- you talk. A few times. Like, I think there's a couple, okay. like, college uh, episodes. But she knows her shit, for the most part, about all sports. Okay. And I saw a lot of these lists where they didn't have you in the top five. And fuck all you people who didn't do that. Because it's bullshit. Because, I mean, I've never seen so many people start fights on Twitter than Kay when it comes to sports. And the fact that she can do that to all these grown-ass men out there to piss them off. You And she knows her shit. That's why they get so mad. And you can't put her in the top five. Like, come on. Come on, guys. We need to do better here. I mean, okay. Just listen to Kay. She knows her shit. Listen to Crunch Time with Caitlin. It's one of the best podcasts around. Her fucking reactions are the best. When she just goes off on things, when she tries to jump off the roof, it's awesome. There's nothing <laughs> better. So, and also I will say, when she gets the circle together, the whole game, the round table, it's also amazing. I'm not just saying that because I'm a part of it. I might be. But listen, it's amazing. All right, there you go. Well, damn Gabe I, I was not expecting that at all um but I I greatly appreciate that I I honestly do and um you know it's right like it's it's one of those things where I try not to I don't know I I, I really try not to like get into like the drama of stuff or or even star drama right because right you have I mean anytime anybody mentions and like you, it, like I'm just saying, like you, as in like, and anybody, like if anybody says anything nice about you, and puts you in such high regard, like it's it's a great thing, um, right? You know, you, you feel awesome and and stuff like that. But I have kind of been feeling, you know, to to your point where, you know, like this podcast, this is I think episode fourteen or fifteen, um, crunch time with Caitlin already 102 episodes in a year and a half um you know like basically doing a podcast by myself I mean obviously you have guests but even like trying to book guests is difficult you know week after oh, week yeah. um it's and, hard for us to find a schedule and we right co-host. right yeah and we co-host, <laughs> so, right? so let alone finding guests for yeah uh, for, Caitlin, but yeah. yeah and to kind of keep it fresh and ask interesting questions and right. you know, kind of curtail, curtail it to, you know, whatever guest is on or whoever's on. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
I'm, I'd, I'd agree with you, right? I would say I'm <laughs> underappreciated a little bit. You are. A lot of it. Um, you know, when, I mean, like, take the, uh, the Browns roundtables. I mean, like, like, those are so much fun, right? And it's just us friends sitting down, just hitting record on conversations we were always going to have anyway. Right. You know and you're I mean? the one directing it all. That's right. the thing. If everybody yeah. knows our friend group, we're the least directed people in America. Yeah. And you're able to get us together every time. That 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 is very true, number one. <laughs> um but I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Because if it's such a unique space, like not just Cleveland Twitter, uh, but or football Twitter or whatever. It's um you know, because you, you don't want to, like, step on anybody's toes, number one. Um, there's always this notion where if you want to try to insert yourself into, into a conversation like that, um, then you're knocking somebody else down, which right. I, I don't want to do and I never really want to do, which is why I tend to avoid, like, those types of discussions. Um, right. But then at the same time, when you know, you're not mentioned. Um, it's like, what the fuck? And, yeah, and you do really good things and you, um, or at least you think you do really good things, right? You get all this positive feedback for everything you do, yet you're just kind of, I don't know, forgotten about or right. disregarded. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, it, it, it really does suck, honestly. Right. Like, I think to, to I'm like say peel one more back, thing here. to like peel back the curtain. Like it, it does right. suck, right? Because oh, yeah. everybody hype like not everybody, but you know, your peers hype you up. But then when it comes down to it, you they know, forget about you, you kinda yeah, you kinda get yeah, forgotten about at times. I, I think the problem is and like like I said, I'm not trying to like hype you up too much because I don't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> I think another one of the problems is too is I'm just gonna fucking say it. You keep it real, and other people on Twitter are fucking corny, yeah, and they true. say shit to get likes, and it's fucking stupid. Yeah. And I get what they're doing because they they want to get the likes, they want to do it, and then here you come and you call people out on the bullshit, and you keep it real, and you know what you're talking about to back it up, and then they don't know what to say back, and then some people don't like the way you are. I guess I don't know fucking know why, because I, I guess people like the whole the masking just to make everything seem like everything's good if that makes sense yeah yeah like I it's mean, okay to call people out on your bad it's not yeah. saying someone's awful like we can say the browns linebacker linebackers are shitty sometimes yeah doesn't mean like we don't try like we don't love them still you know what i mean it's like that whole thing but you can call things out for being bad and not just come off and be like oh well you be optimistic like you can be optimistic and also say something shitty <laughs> and i think that's what people don't understand like Everybody's so optimistically happy on Twitter, and then here you come, and you also give out really good happy vibes. I mean, that's like you're shitty all the time, or getting out these bad vibes all the time. But like, right? I'm, I'm not. People I'm, are just annoying. I'm not. I'm not here like our buddy Lashawn, who just fights with yeah. everybody. You know? Yeah. I mean? There's like a Lashawn, and like I'm not calling him out because a lot of people like him. But then there's currency, and currency right. gets his following, and that's it's it's good. And I mean, whatever he likes. But there's like Lashawn, you can be currency. I think you're somewhere in the middle. Right. Well, like, you can call people out, but you can also be happy. And I think I don't necessarily say things just to say them either you know what I mean like right no yeah like and I think I bring a you know just a, a an authentic perspective about things um you know I 
I don't, I don't know, man. I, it's something I never really thought about. Like I've thought about it. And like, I thought about it to the extent of like, Hey, it sucks that, you know, you know, in, in that, dis- in that discussion, um, you know, not really appreciated. Right. Right. But then, you know, I guess right now, like the way you kind of explained it, you know, it kind of does suck. Um, yeah. Like a lot more than maybe I've even let on, but then, but then it's also another thing where I just think like, who cares? Right. If you just continue oh, yeah. to, to do your thing, you know, maybe some, it, things tend to like, things tend to work out in the end either way. Um, right. You know, you can't control if people like you or hate you or whatever. Um, even though I think we would all like, we all would love to be loved. Right. But that's not always. But when you keep it real, that can't always happen. Yeah. And, you know, keeping it real means hurting people's feelings at times. And right. You know, that's, that's the other thing. And, you know, I, I don't know, thinking about how, I don't know, just like thinking about certain topics, like, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have the same opinion about a lot of things that everybody else does either. So right. maybe that's another thing, you know, maybe that's <laughs> right. another entire factor that, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, well, really don't know. worry. I'm here to fight your battle for you. Yeah, I'll give you the credit you deserve. Not yeah. fight your battle because you yeah, can fight your own battle. That came out wrong. <laughs> no, I understand. No, I'm no, no. here to hype you up. <laughs> yeah. And like, honestly, I appreciate, I greatly appreciate that like a ton. Um, more than you know more than i could probably even say over this this recording of our podcast honestly well yeah we don't want you to, yeah no i get it but it's all good yeah i think um wow what a weird way to end the fucking podcast right <laughs> yeah just if also if you listen to we're gonna be but it's gonna be going better now the wedding stuff's over for a while um Playoff baseball is what we got 25 games left tonight. Yeah, yeah, we have pen, we have pennant races, wildcard races, yeah. all that fun stuff. Award we'll talk about award predictions probably come up here soon too. What we think the award's gonna be. Um so yeah, so stay tuned. It's gonna we talk about baseball again. Unless somebody yeah. calls out okay on Twitter, then I'll be back. Yeah, I mean you I mean you know that's gonna happen though though. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's probably gonna um, be LaShawn. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't want to even hate on LaShawn because I love I I love that he could just he could just tweet piss off and, a and, whole and city yeah, just piss <laughs> off everybody man yeah and i'd be like honestly maybe i get into it a little bit more but this is a baseball podcast and not like the ins right. and outs of like let's argue about you know jarvis landry or whatever because <laughs> i mean you're you're you came here to listen to a baseball podcast not right me, like explain my thought process and how you know, <laughs> about jarvis landry or whatever you know what i mean that that kind of right. starts all this stuff or you know just because somebody's corny on like i don't know man i don't know no i feel it (sighs) and you know that that's the other thing too with football season coming up and like the plan is to do i the hope is three to four episodes of crunch time with caitlin per week uh this podcast it will still be this week but it just won't be it'll still be once a week but it'll just be kind of like Whenever whenever it falls in. Yeah, Yeah. whenever it falls in. There's no like rhyme or reason. Um the hope is to continue to record on maybe Mondays or Tuesdays and then have it out Tuesday or Wednesday. But you know, whatever's in our books when it comes to uh recording is is when we'll record. So um yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode. Right. We'll get an episode out each week. Oh yeah. The days might be weird, but we'll get one out. Yeah. 
even though like I know that's like the worst thing when you say uh uh yeah we're, we we have our podcast but we're changing the days are like 14 or 15 episodes in it's like sorry <laughs> right. okay sorry but sorry <laughs> right um but yeah I think that what happens when the Browns are finally good yeah well just even when they weren't good we're still yeah, doing it yeah it's, it's football season so right um but Gabe, you want to shout out your Twitter? Anything else yeah. to say? You have anything no. else? No, I'm good now. I am actually good now. You good? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Define good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at YanezGabe13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And you can follow me on Twitter at KaitlinNoCLE. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-L-A-N, knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And again, if you're a football fan, Browns fan, uh, be sure to check out Crunch Time with Caitlin um major football stuff um you know basically one long form conversation each week and then uh you know previewing reacting to the browns and then uh new to this year i will have weekly picks so that'll be fun okay yeah I like with that. The sp- with the spread. But I'm not oh, a gambler. Okay, okay. he's getting here's professional here. Here's, a, here's right. the thing. I'm not, I'm not a gambler, all right? But, like, the last, like, 10 years, like, that's just what I do. Like, I make picks, like, every week with the spread. I love it. Yeah. So, I thought, yeah, it's, it's more content. And, you know, may, yeah. may, maybe maybe winning people money if they take my <laughs> bets will get give me more. Yeah, yeah, maybe it'll, it'll give me some respect. I don't know. That's awesome. But, um, yeah. That'll do it for this episode of uh, Lead Off Talk. And uh, as always, friends, take it easy.